Oh, hi. What is happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. Uh, we just wrapped up yesterday's podcast. We were out and about yesterday. Didn't really have time to do a, a pod. And I know we're doing some pick pods, in the, uh, some pick pods in the middle of this week. So uh, go listen to that if you if you didn't yet. We gave a major league baseball pick for early afternoon today. So go listen to that if you didn't. But uh, on on today's show, we're gonna just go over a few sports betting things we're gonna hit, or I've wanted to hit the last few days, and then end the show with a uh, with a pick. So. Uh, we've given picks out last few days, and we will have a college baseball pick for tomorrow that we'll give out at the end of today's show. So, uh, uh, like I said, out yesterday and uh, just taking care of a few things, getting married tomorrow. So, of course, we saved everything for the week of just running around, taking care of a bunch of stuff. I went to the uh, DMV place, you know, like the DMV city government area to get the marriage license filled out. And it's funny. I mean, if you, if you listen and you work a government job like that, I have I have I'm in awe of how you do your job. Just all day answering stupid question after stupid question. I saw my lady, my lady, <laughs> my, my uh, the the lady who was helping us just get so aggravated at the people before us. And then she took a phone call. By the time she got to us, she was just at her. It was at ten thirty in the morning too. It was like in the middle of the day. So I'm just going. You know what? These government workers, man. I don't know how they do it. Just just that they are just perpetually pissed off just ready to answer any dumb question you may have so anyway uh we're, we're back right now we did a show yesterday uh took care of that now about to uh, do this one and it's not gonna be a super long show have a few thoughts on some sports betting topics recently and then like i said we will end with a pick but uh let's talk about this fanatics acquisition fanatics making their way into the uh sports betting world and you know they they they've purchased a few different sports books. They're they're kind of buying their their real estate, and it's funny. A lot of people have the question: Is Fanatics a you know an apparel company going to be able to enter the sports betting world seamlessly? Just because you have a lot of money and you're a big company and you see the boom that is sports betting doesn't mean anyone can just pay money and get involved. So I wanted to go see exactly what's being said, what's happening behind the scenes. What what is fan or fan? What is uh, Fanatics? thinking here what are they actually going to change because i've seen article after article saying they're planning on changing the game they're, they're planning on coming in and, and, and changing how things are done so i you know naturally i was a little bit skeptical you know how i can be so i went and looked this up and and you know what my takeaway was i actually think that what fanatics is doing is, is, is a good thing i mean if they follow through on what they say they're going to do I read a lot of things in the article that I was I was excited about. And I, I'm going to repeat this. I went in skeptical. I'm thinking there's no way. There's no way they're just going to be able to come in, change the game, make a whole bunch of money. If anything, they're going to do what everyone else has done and you know throw away all their earnings on the on these marketing, you know, these multi-million dollar marketing campaigns. So anyway, um, here's here's what Fanatic says that you know they're going to do to change the sports betting game, which I, I I think these are all great. So number one, faster and more convenient interface. So what this means is when you log on right now, if you want to make a bet in college baseball, at the end of today's show, I'm going to make a college baseball bet. It's very unlikely that DraftKings is going to have our game on the main screen, right? You'll likely have to navigate to college baseball and potentially find the day or go to baseball, like the sport baseball, and then pick between MLB, college baseball, other international baseball leagues. And so right now, the interface at a lot of these sports books, it takes you a little bit. At least it, we've talked about this before. Getting your bet in on time 
is as important as picking the right side of any bet. You know, you can have the right side, but if you don't get the good line and lines move and you get the stale, bad number, it doesn't really matter. Getting a good line is just as important as having a good handicap. So as you can imagine, speed of your bet matters. So a faster interface means a faster bet placed. That's a good thing for us. And if they're going to follow through on this, I don't know how they're going to, but if this is true and Fanatic, you know, Fanatics is worried about making this uh, a feature, I think that's great. That's great for us, great for the consumer. And the reason why I am skeptical a little bit of that is why would they want to? You know, there's a built-in delay at a lot of sports books, the better you get at sports betting anyway. Some of these places, they need to approve a bet. You know, for a lot of professionals out there, if you want to make a live bet, it takes 20 seconds to get approved because someone needs to approve it. So, Fanatics, what they're doing is just giving more power to the sports better. And what they're going to realize quickly is there's a lot of people out there who are going to take advantage of this who are good sports betters. Now, there's also millions of horrible sports betters that are going to give a lot of money to Fanatics. But those couple percent of, of really good betters are going to win so much money that Fanatics quickly, I believe, Fanatics quickly is going to realize that this sounds good in theory, but in practice, they may get beat up a little bit. You know, you you allow someone to make a bet three, five, ten seconds faster. That that really is going to add up. Um, so that's the first thing: better interface, faster bet speed, and with that, easier navigation. So just the whole website and whole app on the phone should be easier to use, which is awesome. Uh, the next thing is is better rewards, and. You know, rewards are important. People think that rewards are just to get people in the door and then that's it. Rewards are actually an integral part of any pro's uh, uh, strategy, you know, or or uh, what should I say here? Like, like in the bag of tricks, you know, because every little bonus, every little, you know, boost, it matters. Now, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I generally ignore the four-team parlay boosts, you know, that MGM will give out. Where it's like, hey, here's a here's a twenty percent parlay boost. I go, okay, twenty percent, interesting. Maybe we can overcome that, you know, horrific household and and, and you know overcome that percentage with a twenty percent increase. That may work. And then I look at the fine print and it says you have to make a minimum of of a fourteen parlay. You know, it's like, yeah, fourteen, five team parlay. Then we'll take it. It's like, okay, there goes that twenty percent. You know, so. If it's a if it's a bad bonus or a bad reward, I still am not using it. But there's plenty of good rewards out there. There's plenty of occasional, you know, deposit matches, things like that that I really really need, and that's why I, I'm willing to keep money and, and bet with the MGMs and DraftKings and you know FanDuel's. They're they're rarely going to have the best line, but they are going to have rewards. You know, it's just a different business model. Some some sports books like. Bet Online, which is an offshore book, they put zero dollars into advertising, zero dollars into marketing, zero dollars into rewards and bonuses, and instead they offer the best lines in the industry. Oh shit, that's my trash. I gotta go to do this real quick. All right, we're back. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, yeah, I, I that was my trash. I heard the trash guy come. And uh, completely surprised. That's what this is what I get for doing a podcast this early on a Thursday on Trash Day, and I didn't bring my trash out. Forgot about it. So anyway, I'm all flustered. I had to run out and run the guy down. Hey, can you take this? <laughs> God damn! But he took it. Got the trash. 
Uh, got the trash taken care of. All right, where was I? What was I even talking about? Um, um, I think it was uh, sports books, bonuses, rewards, different uh, business models. Look, essentially, my question is, fanatics, are they going to get involved with this? Because they they're saying that they want to offer better lines. Okay, so so part of the this whole thing, faster interface, better bet speed, easier navigation, better rewards, and better lines. So all of these things really can't happen. You know, I, I love to hear it, but can you offer better lines, let people bet faster and also offer better rewards? Because as I said, you know, the, 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 uh, the bet MGMs of the world have decided they're going to keep more on the household because they think it won't matter to you. And apparently to a lot of you, it doesn't. So they just give worse lines out instead of minus 110, you know, or like minus 108, minus 102, which is what you'll get at some sports books. Seriously, some sports books offer that. They'll offer minus 110, minus 110, right? Uh, Bet MGM will. Sometimes for like live soccer games, it'll be minus 120, minus 120. You know, so they just keep more on the bets. But in in, in return or, or in turn, they give you a little bit more back, right? Rewards, bonuses, uh, parlay boosts, things like this. So that's sort of the the give and take, or at least in the business model. Then there's other places like Bet uh, Bet Online that they they don't do any of that. They don't give any rewards. They don't give anything in terms of a. But they'll give you a minus one hundred five, minus one hundred five. So in my opinion, that's so much more powerful and so much better. But each one is worth it. And so if Fanatics is going to claim to do everything, that's great. But what I think we're going to get from Fanatics is hopefully just a better version of what we get now with these. Uh, you know, these sort of retail sports books whose business model is to advertise and give the rewards. So what they're saying is they're going to give uh, Fanatics cash back and it's going to be 1% for straight bets, 3% for parlays and 5% for same game parlays. So, <laughs> of course, they're just they're begging you to make those same game parlays, of course. But uh, interesting. I thought it's very interesting that Fanatics saying they're going to come in, change the game. And when I first saw that, I'm like, how are they going to change the game? But this sounds good. Easier interface, making your bets quicker, offering good lines, offering good rewards and bonuses. And then this reward system of, you know, even 1% back for every straight bet. That's not, that's not bad. So uh, up to 5% though for same game parlays. So let's see what Fanatics does. I think it's, it's, it's positive and it's a good thing, but uh, yeah, d- d- definitely interesting. I feel like I'm still catching my breath from running out, chasing the trash man down. Um, okay. So let's, uh, before we do get, get our pick out, I do quickly want to talk about those same game parlays. I've hit this before, but for the new listeners or just to, to, you know, go over this point again, same game parlays are advertised so heavily and they want you to bet them so heavily because it's a huge advantage for the house. When you make these same game parlays, a quick little history for the entirety of sports betting, some sports betting was created until about 2019, 2020-ish, maybe even a little bit later, 2021, same-game parlays were not allowed. They were illegal. Sportsbooks would stop you from making same-game parlays. And they were actually looked at as being being something that uh, was hugely disadvantageous to the house, right? Or hugely advantageous to the sports better. So for decades, they wouldn't let you do this for a simple thing called correlation, right? It, it, it shouldn't make a, you know, it shouldn't surprise you. And a lot of you out there understand this idea, but overs, unders, spreads, 
player props, all of these things are interconnected. You know, if, if a team is going to hit their total, like they're going to go over their total, it's also likely that some of the players on that team will go over their totals and that and that they're more likely to win and cover that game, right? These are all connected things. They're all correlated. And so when you find strong enough correlation, you can overcome these taxes that they impose in the market. And so correlation is a very, very powerful thing. And if you can identify it and bet with it and bet on it, you're going to win a lot of money. So for that very reason, same game parlays for a long time were uh, illegal. You couldn't do it. They were outlawed, as they say. Well, fast forward to, I don't, I would love to look this up. You know, I'm sure they, I'm sure they were a thing in like the 2010s and, you know, early, but, but my point is it really only, it became a phenomenon, at least in the American market, very, very recently. I would say, let's say 2020. I think that may be even a little early. Let's say 2020 though, just to be fair. So fast forward to 2020 and now they're showing up everywhere. Now they're in commercials now they're sending you same game parlay bonuses there. You, you log on to a lot of sports books right now. One of the first things you'll see is same game parlays. They're trying to get you to make these bets because the more bets you make that are same game parlays, now the house makes more money. And here's why. It's a simple price adjustment. See, we talk all the time on the show about how important price is and the difference between minus 105 and minus 110, how powerful that is. The difference between minus 110 and minus 120, you know, fill in the blank, keep going down the line. The price matters, and price matters a lot. And the sports books have realized this. So all they do is they'll just adjust the prices a little bit. If the favorite's minus 140, if you go to the same game parlay, maybe the favorite's now minus 145 or minus 150. And on some sports books that really want to give it to you, maybe minus 160. And so they just adjust the prices within these same game parlay parameters. Therefore, it's it, it's decreasing your edge or your your advantage that you had before so substantially that it's actually worth it for the sports books to now take these bets again or take these bets so just ask yourself you know or it shouldn't this shouldn't be rocket science this should be personal economics 101 when you deal with anything in life that deals with money or or, or companies that, that have an objective an objective if they really really want you to do something and their objective is to make money you should ask yourself is this the best choice for me you know, when you go to Best Buy and get a, a printer for 150 bucks, and they're trying to sell you the warranty on it, and they're really trying to sell you the warranty, I don't know, you're sure you don't want the warranty. Ask yourself, is the warranty good for you or is it good for them, right? Because if it was good for you, would they be pushing it on you so much, right? Are, are same game parlays really good for you or is it good for them? And the more you make them, who, who you know, who's going to be happier in the end? Anyway, I'm starting to get on my, on my thing there, but that's the history of same game parlays is... That's why they're so prevalent now. That's why they're in your face so much. They want you to make them because they've figured out a way to make money on them. And this is honestly, before we'll wrap today's show up on this, but um, this is what I'm afraid for in the, in the future of sports betting is if more and more people who seem to be you know not very price sensitive at all, which, which sucks, that's a lot of you listening, right? A lot of you would probably make the, the bet if it were minus 110 or minus 115, okay? So the more that happens, I'm afraid the sports books eventually are going to go, no one cares about these prices. Let's just make everything minus 115, minus 115. Now, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen because I think there's enough like, you know, capitalism within this industry to say, okay, if they're offering that, we'll offer minus 110, minus 110. And I think there will still be that in the marketplace. But 
I don't know. I think about that all the time and I wonder because there's a lot of people who are allowing this to happen and making these bets every day, all day. There's a lot of people on Twitter saying they're, you know, oh, we're pros, we're going, we're killing bookies this week and and, and then they're giving out same game parlays. It's it's wacky. It's crazy stuff that's happening. And so just wanted to give the little history there. That's why they want you to make same game parlays. And that's why for decades you weren't allowed to. So, all right, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's give a pick. One pick for tomorrow. Remember, we gave a pick for this afternoon and some baseball. So if you missed that, go listen to yesterday's show. Uh, this game is going to be tomorrow. What time? Let's pull this up real quick. I think it's tomorrow night. Some college baseball. Yeah, it's the night game tomorrow. So it's going to be 4 o'clock p.m. Uh, Pacific, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. We're going to take the Florida Gators minus 135 against Virginia. Florida, Virginia. This is a... Uh, these two teams, I think, lucked out. All my ratings and all the power ratings I look at have the other side of the bracket, Stanford, Wake Forest, Tennessee, LSU. <laughs> That's a gauntlet to go through. This is this is the side that you want to be on. So Florida, Virginia, two good teams, but Oral Roberts and TCU, I know they're both playing good baseball right now, pretty far back in the power ratings, though. So, and look, if you're an Oral Roberts or TCU fan, I'm not trying to shit on your team here. I'm just talking pure power ratings. You look at depth, you look at bullpen. But, you know, Oral Roberts and TCU play each other the first game, so someone's going to win that game. But my point is the other side of that bracket is Florida and Virginia. So the winner of this game has a huge, huge opportunity. You win this first game in a double elimination and you're looking at Oral Roberts TCU game two, that's that's what you want. So the winner of this game is really set up. I'll take Florida, the number two overall seed. Are you be playing their best baseball of the year? They've got the great advantage, I think great advantage on the mound, depth. I'm not exactly sure what they're gonna do, or or you know, they're pretty tight lipped right now. Can't see a lot of a lot of plans for for the bullpen or, you know, in terms of their their uh, lineup, but I just trust Florida in this spot. The SEC has been so, so good this playoffs, and this is a good numbers play. You know, everything together, Florida in in matchups very similar to this, you know, they were minus 150, minus 180, up to minus 200 in the regular season, even in the, in the regionals and super regionals. The fact that Virginia has the household name, it's their second trip in the last three years, I think they're just priced too heavily here as being on that same level. Now, I'm not saying that Florida's going to blow them out, but I think it's a good price, minus 135, given everything that that we've talked about. Few, a few edges here, a few edges there for Florida. It piles up and it adds up. And I think the offense shows up. I think the, the pitching staff, deep, deep pitching staff for Florida has a good game. And I do believe that both teams, Virginia and Florida, will look at this as sort of a must win because, again, like I said, both these teams will think they're going to enter game two as a substantial favorite against either Oral Roberts or TCU. So you get this win, you take care of that last win, and you're you're in that that side of the brackets championship game on on the winner's side with, with no losses. So that's a huge game for tomorrow. We'll take Florida minus 135 against Virginia in the uh, night game in the uh, college baseball playoffs. So, or college baseball, uh, what is it? Omaha. Omaha out there in Nebraska. All right, so that does it for today's show. Uh, appreciate it, and good luck. Whatever you have going today or tonight, hope you catch some winners. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Fighting Daily.